0: You're listening to the CryptoCast Podcast. Welcome to the Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Hello. Hey. Hello. 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 Namaste. Hello. Hello. Salut. Yasas. Salve. Ciao. Bonjour. Our podcast talks about the latest trends in the worlds of cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Crypto and Blockchain Talk. And joining us today is an amazing company who is instrumental in helping many blockchain companies and ICOs achieve their goals. The company who we are talking to today is called andit.lv, and and andit is today being represented by two people who are sitting in the hot seats, Ingis Staltmanis, and he is the ceo hello ingus
1: hi hi hello
0: hello and Anders there's who is the cto hello anders hi excellent well gentlemen i would like to first of all thank you both for joining us today and uh in the first instance could i ask each one of you starting with ingus can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background
1: yeah so uh, i mean in IT field already for more than 20 years, I've been working for different uh, IT corporations around the globe and more than three years we are really focusing on the blockchain and coming together with Anders. Actually, I met him uh, around less than 10 years ago working in Finland, one corporation, So, but we have put now together our knowledges and experience. Uh, uh, me myself, basically, mostly as a project manager or development manager, thinking about crazy, maybe different business ideas. <laughs> and we have put together our our yes experience establishing the company and IT. And uh, as I said, more than three years, we are already focusing and and exploring, uh, really exploring it because every day something comes new for the blockchain technologies.
0: Yes. And
1: yeah, so this is this is shortly about me.
0: And Anders, what about yourself? How have you gotten into the world of blockchain?
2: Yeah, actually, all my childhood and background is, is connected with IT. Uh, yeah, programming, doing uh, also some different crazy projects. Uh, not connected all always with IT, but also what connects with with uh, visualization and making books and making posters, etc. But uh, but what connects really? me with ingus is this value actually being pioneers in something unknown creating uh, exploring uh, new things for the world of course uh, neo is the blockchain we chose as well because of the co- community growing but actually this is why we connected and
0: made this company excellent well for the listeners we've actually done another podcast with and it um and that podcast actually focuses on Neo versus Ethereum in terms of smart contracts. So if you would like to hear a deeper explanation into the world of Neo smart contracts and how Neo is um, is coming up in the world in terms of making a place for itself as a very sturdy option to the ERC twenty, we invite you to listen to that podcast. So uh, you've just returned, actually, uh, Anders, from speaking in Amsterdam at the NEO conference. And you received an award for some technology that you developed. Can you just tell us what did you develop and how did that arise?
2: It actually was e-signature, but it was mid broader scope because we wanted not only sign some papers, but also include all the digital content possible for uploads. For example, some scientists uh, create some new formula for rockets or formulas, then they make a Word document, and then they upload that. Other thing is that they can upload images, they can upload sound files, they can upload videos, and this is all signed and connected to your identity. This is actually prototype, because all the parts of required modules are not really live, but this was the total concept. Actually, we did a hackathon on that, and we actually made it in two days instead of one month, and that was our like yeah hackathon's night challenge, which is one of the many which we make here regularly. That's
0: amazing that you guys did that in two days instead of a month of hardcore developing. Uh, it goes to show, obviously, that you guys are a very enthusiastic outfit, the fact that you stayed up for two days in a row, was that 48 hours of concentrated work?
2: This is, wow. actually, our companies, mm-hmm. our dev guys are pretty motivated on that. You, you just have to provide them pizzas and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. I'm crazy ideas, <laughs> and we discuss internally,
1: uh, we brainstorm what and how we do, and, and this is not only my and Anders' decision. This is something we all together think and decide what we do, and then this is a motivation, then we just try and do and hands so on, and this works.
0: That's wonderful. I mean, it's great to see how you guys are actually not just uh, designing and developing for the future, but also giving some hints and tips on motivating colleagues and staff. Can you explain for everybody out there who perhaps isn't familiar the types of technological solutions that you are providing?
1: Yeah. Okay. Let me start with the smart marketing. This is affiliate bonus referral system. And uh, this is uh, all you know about uh, uh, bounty programs, partner programs, all the campaigns, loyalty loyalty reward programs, uh, like different multi-level affiliate tree uh, programs, where sellers and 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 uh, like uh, people who are involved in these kind of marketing activities can meet together. This is where sellers or merchants can put their products in the system. Different. The plan is to build a different applications, uh, different different stuff there, but this is still to come. And this is where the people who are just like having the network of sales, of network of people, so can take the products and, and do the business. The plan is to put everything on the blockchain, of course, and NEO platform is chosen for that uh, solution. Anders? Yeah,
2: we chose NEO because we most of the crucial part of these business ideas we can put on the blockchain itself of course there'll be some centralized application but it's mostly for just viewing and operating we will also make like public and private blockchain hybrid this is one interesting thing for neo of course it will be many smart contracts speaking to each other because of for example reward payouts in a multi-level hierarchy there will be also we are thinking about digital identity this is very connected with e-signature, which I, which I just presented in Amsterdam,
0: yes. Yes.
2: this is very, also a very interesting concept where your identity is connected with your wallet. It is very interesting, like also like concept itself, where your identity is connected with your money. I don't know if it's really right from soul's perspective, but the way it is how we think here. Okay, uh, then it's also, we, we try maximally uh, to comply with, with government and legal, all the digital asset certificates. And, uh, of course, uh, we like that NEO is how you program smart contracts is with C Sharp, Java, Python. It's very uh, easy, this learning curve for new programmers. This is as, as well one of the points why we chose NEO. And we already spoke in previous uh, podcast that we are making these public public meetups and also we are keen on educating people around here. We are giving lectures, introductionary lectures and also technical, deep lectures on how to operate with blockchain and giving out our experience on know-how yeah, because of the fast pace how the technology actually expands. So these are just a um, few few keywords on why we chose this platform, how it is unique, and also why we chose uh, Neo.
0: So right now, you're building everything for many other ICOs. What is the future for building out the technological platforms for these ICOs? What does that look like?
1: From today's perspective, where we are, So, yeah, choosing, for example, Neo. this is some kind of next step for putting more serious, more transaction intense projects on the table and solving these kind of transaction data storage uh, problems. But I'm sure that in in coming years, there will be something else, new and new technologies uh, which could do something more and more and bigger projects. Yeah, this is just the beginning of this uh, technological progress. Yes.
0: (laughs) Excellent. So in terms of uh, speed... Transaction speeds. What are the transaction speeds now, and what do you think that they're going to have to be as the future develops, and how is it going to keep pace? Okay,
2: let's uh, let's keep to to current uh, our chosen platform, which is Neo. Of course, now currently theoretical speed is still ten thousand transactions per second, which is actually uh, already uh, good for real life situation. Uh, But for real life uh, currently because of the network itself how it's built all the firewall things and uh, traffic uh, real-life situation is around 1000 transactions per second of course, it's much faster than uh, all the comparisons but currently we see that this is only public neo part and uh, What I already mentioned that you can create public? Uh, Not private blockchains where you can modify the parameters and you can make even faster Of course, uh, you have to keep in mind long-term support for that How fast it grows what it contains and how you really store the blockchain on the nodes but uh, Yes, this is already uh, very close what it's what we can title as usable
1: okay uh, maybe maybe to add here just for comparison and IT we have a wonderful chance now to work together with in, in a sense of really large uh, brokerage and uh, asset trading uh, company in New York and we are we are we are in this proof of concept phase developing like corporate blockchain uh, and the target and the thing is that the guys are saying that okay now these 10,000 transactions per, per second is good but actually what they need is four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's still a lot of uh, research and still a lot of technological progress should be in just these kind of big fishes come in and then really start and using these technologies. But the, the good thing is that these proof of concepts are happening, technology is tested, and uh, yeah, we are quite lucky to be in these kind of projects and really being part of the progress.
0: You have an amazing team which is getting a global reputation. What what is the response been from other companies who see Just how innovative you're being?
1: Yeah, just uh, just to shortly answer uh, The good thing is about that. Yeah, we are sitting here in Latvia Even there are half of the population in the world who even doesn't know what is Latvia But uh, and this is a good chance for us to protect our people uh, like programmers Just 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 big corporations just grab them. It means that uh, okay, we me and Anders We are going for some hackathons. We are going for meetups in the world so basically uh, the problem now for the blockchain segment is the lack of people and for us, yes. For Latin, yes, we are sitting here middle of nowhere trying to protect our people in the middle of nowhere and trying to build something big. So maybe this is some kind of advantage for this all. Uh, Absolutely,
0: but... <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I'm speaking to you from another place in the middle of nowhere, which is Estonia, and I have to explain to people, even in the in the European Union, constantly that Estonia is in the EU.
2: In your question uh, about uh, how other developers or companies see us, mm-hmm. actually, we have uh, experienced both attitudes, like positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Of course, when we uh, went to Amsterdam, where it was like Dev conference and uh, all the developers were there, they were pretty, pretty post- with positive attitude towards us. I don't think because of winning the merit uh, prize, but uh, as well, we said that we are in the, from the middle of nowhere and uh, we did such a performance and presentation, but uh, they were pretty friendly also afterwards, like an after party where physical contacts have to be made. Uh, Yes, they were friendly, uh, telling, asking about our company, our people, our progress, about our visions. So we did the same and it was uh, very good contacts. Uh, Yes, these contacts were very useful to be in sync with, with development and vision of the blockchain itself. So this is, this is our like, company's uh, advantage, I think. And also it is very connected to how we educate people around. We also share that information. So I think we are like kind of missionaries, you know.
0: <laughs> I like that very much. You are definitely evangelists of future blockchain solutions. You know, but when you were there in Amsterdam and you were explaining to people to use this example, because I'm sure you have many more innovations in the works, which I'd like for you to tell us about in a second if you can. But, you know, when you're up there on the stage and you're explaining, for instance, your new award winning um, e signature solution, did you then have other? companies who are essentially your competitors coming up to you saying hey listen is there any chance we can have a copy of that we'd like to use it and do those conversations happen or is it more a handshake and well done and, and off they go are there people who are asking you outright if they can use your technology
2: yeah not really straightforward uh, we saw the list of also who, who competed with us there was uh, some similar projects but I think the key was that we made some really hands-on prototype, which you can click through. Also, uh, we figured out that it's very important how you pack it, uh, do, do you put some visuals on, do we put some logos on, do you put some documentation, uh, how to act with that. So I think all together it makes some yeah rating up but uh, in straight, what we really heard and saw on the stage was that all the all the ideas and the concepts we used for e-signature was really from the developers and visionaries' point of view, and we uh, our conclusion was that we were on the right path thinking about these technologies in synergy.
0: Absolutely. So, are these projects available? Are they open source and on GitHub or? When you do develop something, what happens once you develop it?
2: You mean with this e-signature?
0: Anything that you guys are doing, whether it's e-signature. When you guys develop something which is very innovative and it's built off of Neo's blockchain, what happens once you develop this?
2: Of course, first we put things on the product and if it is very closely connected to the like outsourced partners, there is some struggles to put it publicly. We do have uh, some kind of know-how. There are some parts which we put out. These parts are one of the ingredients for us to be motivated to be part of some competitions. So in case we develop something uh, new in the product, we, we extract it and put it in some con- context uh, of the competition. Yeah, this is, this is how we, we try to operate. Uh, we don't really like to hide out. Everything, mm-hmm. of course, we understand the competition, but because we like to to be like missionaries, we have to tell some of our secrets, some of our strategies. But we don't really afraid of that because the pace is so fast that we tell today something and tomorrow tomorrow it's already passed.
1: Yeah, this is what we internally discuss with Anders all the time. That okay, uh, there are a couple of things we have figured out and made and. Uh, Internally, we said should we put it out or not and the, the thing is yes Let's put it out because somebody else is also putting out something and actually the blockchain segment is changing and developing and growing very fast and new things are coming and coming so basically you just if you f- Figure out something and made something just put it out and progress and do more and do more It's like yeah, more like progressing.
0: I, I agree with that. You guys are constantly putting out a Tesla That's what you're doing <laughs> because, you know, Tesla put out their car and next thing you knew, 50 car manufacturers who are right now remodeling and redesigning and coming out with the next tesla But it just means that you work on something else like Space Rocket.
2: Yes, uh, we are now focusing, of course, uh, fintech, uh, fintech uh, tools. Uh, this is where we try to get the cash flow. But from the future perspective, we are concentrating now on the multi-chain concept and also uh, identity concept. How to, how to bind identity, physical identity with a blockchain. This, uh, there is like concept which uh, is titled as duality. Have you heard about that? Absolutely. It, it is when the physical world is, is mapped to the digital world. So it is very interesting concept when you r- really think about how deep it can go. And then this multi-chain I- and identification comes into place. Very useful. There's also one project we are working now just really for this... Uh
1: Data protection, this GDPR. Not yeah, GDPR is in Europe, but basically about this uh, private uh, data problem. Let's say Mm -hmm. in the world at the moment. So we have probably it will be an ICO campaign as well in in coming coming months. But we are working and helping one team to 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 make this concept. The the name of the project or this the slogan is uh, "Dude, where is my data?" Yeah, so it means so. uh, Putting uh, giving back control to the persons uh, uh, about the data So there are similar projects uh, already in the in the world in the blockchain world as well So we are just challenging ourselves putting putting this old identity stuff in any in, in one uh, box and uh, All about the personal data.
0: Did you just say dude? Where's my data?
1: Yes, that's the slogan
0: one of the things that you did uh, that you have developed has to do with bounty campaigns and airdrops Can I just have your opinion on this, on how it affects uh, an ICO, and then the reality of how it actually will perform in terms of the market cap? Many people, of course, join airdrops and bounty programs. There are many ways of, in terms of bounty programs, cheating them. And in terms of airdrops, many people just want the free coins. And once the token or a coin or token hits the exchanges, they just want to get their money out. Because many people who do register for airdrops, they do come from all areas of the world, but many people really need that money, even if it's only 10 bucks. Can you give me just your opinions on um, on bounty programs and how also you are building them to stop any kind of fraud that happens in bounty programs and also your opinion on airdrops in terms of a viable marketing scheme for ICOs.
1: Okay, to put it in short, yes, we agree with you that like these kind of hired airdrops and let's say all majority of this uh, crypto community users are just looking for free free chips or how you say it free tokens
0: and coins Yeah, free
1: tokens and coins and they are not real investors this is how it is but if we talk about bounty campaign we should split it in i think in two pieces one piece is these airdrops and yeah you are just boosting like your telegram twitter or facebook whatever you choose this kind of social uh, marketing strategy you just boost users and followers you just have to have fun of that because you see a lot of comments, questions, a lot of uh, interesting stuff there coming out, and your team just should have a fun out of that. But the second part about the bounties, like white paper translation, website translations, like content bounties, and we can see that there are quite in good quality some press releases, some texts, uh, written articles written from these uh, bounty involved people and users. I wouldn't say this is bad at all, there's no need for this kind of bounty, but yes majority of these bounty
2: hunters or the airdrops, so though this is how it happens. Yeah, but Aviva, you're right on the global concept, yes, there is distinguishable, just easy, cheap getters and real investors. If we are honest with partners, we are informing them that we see this difference. And how the marketing tool is used and all the people are, got, are gathering in a Telegram, for example. But the correlation between how much money comes in in a certain time period, we see the difference here. If we are announced, we have to work in more quality way of how we market and uh, how we put the information out and what is our target audience absolutely i don't see it as a problem but we have to be real and we have to keep in mind while planning the market plan ahead
0: i would like to thank you both so much for spending your very valuable time with us explaining what you're doing in terms of building future technology for icos and blockchain solutions and we know that you are going to be very successful in the future you're successful now We love your educational focus on the many things that you're doing with your hackathon and the different meetings and the way that you're actually giving love to the local population in terms of asking them to join in. Again, we want to thank you for joining us. And Ingus Anders, we wish you the best for the future.
1: All right. Thank you for this podcast. It was a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for good words as well.
0: You're welcome. And for everybody else out there, we have many, many future issues coming up, which we will be addressing the technology of the future for ICOs and blockchain. And we want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening for this week. And we hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. for listening to the Cryptocast Podcast. Stay tuned
1: in for more episodes.